Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Slotion! Zigzag here. We're waiting for the man Rufus to join the show. We've got a couple of minutes. Uh, I think it's 8.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I don't know if that's the same around the rest of the country or not. Let me check something real quick here. Let me see if Rufus has texted me. ready for a happy Thanksgiving we got coming up this week. Everybody excited about that? That's what I thought. Tell us about your Thanksgiving plans. Give us a call at 646-668-8826. We'd love to hear from you and see what you got going on this holiday season, if anything, that is. A lot of people are probably just going to stay home, but I guess not because I saw 43 million people or something outrageous were flying this weekend or well, this upcoming week, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sounds like a lot of people. Glad I'm fucking staying home, to be honest with you. Uh, but I guess I'll get to do the traveling and during Christmas, which I'm sure will be just as bad. So uh, let me try Rufus again. We'll see if we can get Rufus on the line here. Rufus, uh, he should be on with us. Rufus, are you here? Not on this call, Rufus. Let's try him one more time. It's ringing. Come on, Rufus. Come on, Rufus. He said he's going to be a few minutes late. Did I say that already? I think I did. Sounding a little manic now. We 
kind of threw this show together at the last minute. We were planning on having a show, and we kind of got our wires crossed a little bit. Rufus thought I was out on the show, but actually I was in on the show. And now Rufus should be in on the show shortly. I did catch him a little off guard, though. So I'll tell you what we'll do. While we listen to a Hypersloth Hot Track, uh, let's listen to... What do we want to listen to? How about Beer is Food? Uh, yes, let's listen to Beer is Food on here. Well, you know what? Let's listen to Summer's Eve. That's one we haven't put on in a while. This one's a little newer for me and Rufus. We wrote it in the last couple of years. It's not an old classic like Beer is Food or Internet Love Song, but uh, check it out.
There you have it, folks. Then uh, Summer's Eve Mix 1, that is. Rufus Mix 1. Are you going back? Do you remember doing Mix 1 or not? Um, there was, there was way, way more than Mix 1. There was, there was like 25 mixes. Oh, so there's a mix beyond that that we don't have uploaded right now? No, that's no, the that's final. The, oh, okay. That's the last mix. Okay. Right. right. You, I know. You, you name it one, even though it's like you, you hope you never have to deal with it ever again. Yeah, like, yeah. number one. Yeah, one take. That was one take. I don't want to remember the other 25 excruciating. But all I want to say is this. Totally Grammy worthy. That's Grammy worthy if there ever was such a thing. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I just noticed something, Rufus. I think, I think this is my trademark. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've done it! I've done it! Exact exact turnaround. Turnaround. It's, uh, yeah, you know what? Biddy King had his box, BB's box, they called it, I do believe, right? I've got double D's, D. That's because that's a D chord, probably D suspended seven, and D A suspended two, maybe, Rufus. I'm sure, I'm maybe sure. we're going to call it the zigzag zone. You know what? I like to call it the Ziglodian scale. <laughs> You've heard of Mixlodian and the other Lodians, but this is the very pinnacle of all the Lodians. It's the very Z, the Zeta, the highest you can get. It's the Ziglodian scale. Holy shit, that's brilliant. All four notes of it. That's all all you need, Uh, Really, I mean, how many? Technically, is there a minimum amount of notes that a scale has to be, or could a scale technically be fucking two notes? As far as I'm concerned, yes. I mean, right, you can, every scale has not been invented yet, right? But it has because we heard that thing where those guys were, uh, they were using that computer program, AI, to just write every song combination there ever could be. Fucking depressing. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. What, what's the date? I'm going to write the date down on the notes. 11-something? Today is the 17th, I do believe. No, usually my computer knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here. Eight, you eight, know, eight. I was looking at mine, and I couldn't find it, so apparently it did not know. Oh, I got to do something, Rufus. I got to adjust the lighting in here real quick. See, I just wrote yeah, down the Nickelodeon scale. That's what the note keeping is good for. Nickelodeon? Is that what you that said? What you said? Ziglodian. I mean, it's up there with the, the all of the famous scales for sure. Probably to, soon to be more famous. So we, let's work it out real quick. I think it would be. I think that's it. No, no. Well, wait. 
picks because there's also the wait a minute. So yeah. Just the open the open D. Right? Now we need now to we have need a to whole have... bunch of like so uh, no, like Guitar, guitar tutorials on a, how to utilize the right, how to write using the Nickelodeon scale. And like, and like <laughs> compile videos of like how Jimmy Page, see how Jimmy Page uses the Zillion. Right, you probably could find it. Honestly, I mean, it's just a, in the C major area, right? I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. I don't know what any of that means. I touch. I really don't. I've tried. I, I've, I've really tried to like do music theory. I just want to do algebra. Me neither. I was terrible at math. I had a bad math background because I was taught by some sisters that really didn't know what they were doing. That, did they believe in math? They did, actually. They believed in the Ten Commandments. Unto them. It was sent unto them. So uh, tell me a little bit about your trip to Miami. I was boring as fuck. I was on a conference all fucking day, every day. Oh, you had to do something fun. How was the weather? The only fun thing I did was eat some badass food. Weather was really good. Cuban? Did you have a Cuban sandwich? Everything had a Cuban. I didn't have a Cuban sandwich, but I had a... Excuse me? Huh? Excuse me? You had everything Cuban except for the sandwich. Hey, are you rebelling against the sandwich? No, I thought everything there has a Cuban flair to it. Just like here... Everything here has like a, a Mexican flair, right? So I, I went to this one place. Oh, I did go to this one Argentinian restaurant that was really all you can eat steak place. place. No, this place was posh, man. It was nice, and uh, I, I just had a chicken sandwich, but it was like shredded chicken in this ciabatta bun, and they had like their homemade like lemonade with like mint leaves in it and shit. Man, it was really. Are good. you tripping? No, I was then. Sounds like you were. Were people tripping? Were people, like, trying to get people to – were they giving away samples of, like, legal psychedelics or anything like that? Uh, not that uh, I saw. I mean, there were you – know, there were the speakers that were all, like, scientists and doctors and shit, but then they had that – the area every conference has, which is, like, sponsors that have their booths and stuff. Right. Yes. Bunch of junk. Bunch of fucking grab a bag and fill it with junk. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, didn't. I went to a cannabis show just like that where I got two bags of junk. Exactly. I, I didn't even bother with getting any junk. <laughs> Do you guys have – so you don't put up a booth? No, no. we might. Um, actually, the guys who put this on were, like, really tight with, and the deal was uh, – but it, this came too late before we could really do anything about it. We were going to trade them some marketing services so that we could actually be on a panel ourselves. Right. But it didn't happen, so hopefully... And what would you say? Happen. What would you talk about on your panel? Well, What's your be, area of expertise, if you don't mind? Be marketing in the psychedelic realm, you know? Right. So that means uh, websites? That means... Websites, Google Ads. There's all kinds of fucking hoops you get to jump through to get certain keywords approved, because the most... You don't have to say anything shit. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I work in the pot business. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know it. I, I know all the exact same rules. I would guess it is the exact same rules. But, it, but it's, it's also, it's, I guess, maybe for cannabis too. But it's also for psychedelics, even loosening up because now that ketamine clinics are like a thing everywhere. Like when we started, you put the word ketamine in the Google ad, and it's getting banned. And now it's like they don't give a fuck. Right? They're like, well, there's money to be made, and 
somehow it's legal, right? I mean, it can be prescribed. Obviously, there's people prescribing ketamine, right? I mean, I don't know how it works. Infusion clinics, you know, and it's all like therapy-based, so you get this ketamine infusion, then you talk to a therapist. We actually just signed a brand-new client that has, like, seven ketamine clinics. So, but, I mean, what's the deal? The doctor is on site? or yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's fully staffed. You know, docs and nurses and stuff. Are you going to try it? I'd love to, man. Really? Yeah, I would. Why? Why? It sounds awesome. Do you think you need that? I don't think I need it, like, therapy-wise, because I'm a pretty chill guy. Yeah, you've got booze. I mean, same thing. Yeah, but I don't want to quit booze. But uh, you have to. No one's asking you to quit booze. Now, you think if you go into this ketamine thing, you're going to, like, want to quit the booze? That's one of it's used for treating addiction. Yeah, so I might walk out of there and be like, I don't want beer anymore. You cured. Seriously, if that happens, I will kiss your ass on Main Street. But I, but I, I would like to try it because I feel like I kind of owe it to like our clients and shit that I should at least know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, so wait a minute. Now you go to this guy, you become a patient of his, and he writes you a prescription for ketamine. He's a psychologist, or what? I mean, is or is he a medical doctor? Uh, usually it's, it's both in a facility. And I think the only prescription you can get is like a, a, like a nasal spray, but apparently it, it's like useless. Um, it's, it's, it's so watered down. So what do they do? It's an infusion. I mean, you get like an IV and they have a controlled amount of it over a period of time. Right. But I mean, I, I, I get that, but I'm just saying, so why do they have this nasal version? I don't really know because I haven't heard anything that great about it. I think it's just like that's that version is only allowed so far. In I want you to jump straight to DMT. Is there any DMT clinics opening up anywhere? I seriously <laughs> doubt that would ever happen. <laughs> Why not? Too woke? People will be too woke. They will. The government will start to fear the people. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, some guy was on uh, YouTube or something. He was talking about his ketamine trip. Who? Just some random dude that was actually on an Instagram. Did I send it to you? I might have sent it to you in Instagram. Do you ever check anything I send you in Instagram? I really check Instagram. Well, you probably got some pretty cool stuff waiting for you. I admire you for not him checking it and having that to look forward to all the awesome things that I have sent you. This <laughs> probably could have changed our careers, but didn't because you didn't bother to check your fucking Instagram, even though it says always on. It's hard to find time for Instagram when I'm on Reddit 25 hours a day. Are you really on Reddit? Why? I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, because you could follow, like, categories, you know? Like, I'm in a Van Halen Reddit and so right. all Van Halen stuff or, you know, photography or music or home recording. You know what's crazy? Is they do that on Instagram with pictures and video. The problem that I find with Instagram with you, you can stop. I guarantee you, I go to when I go to Instagram – I'll see a post from you. I'll see four ads. I'll see a post from somebody else I know. Four ads. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I mean, that's I don't cool. really see it. I don't feel like I see a lot of ads on there. Maybe I don't follow enough people and they just got to fill in the gaps. Yeah, I see almost it. That's probably it. Google psychedelic trips on there. But anyway, this guy's talking about DMT tripping. He's like, well, I can tell you that. He was like a random a dude you probably would have thought was not very smart or whatever, right? And it's like these guys are talking about these trips. They go into like a fucking trance, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. this whole fucking detail. This guy was like, I was on this level, and it, it, 
he he was really getting into it, and he was like the the crust of the earth was sucking me in, and my feet became like roots. But then I was sucked in, and there was little giant bears on the inside, and they were made out of fucking neon or something, right? And he's like, and then they sucked me in, and they spit me out, and it was a heart, and I was scared at first, and then, but then I walked to it, and I, I stepped on their island, and it was like pure love. I mean, he was like, you know, he's like, so I'm not afraid to die, because he's like, I'm guessing that that's what it's like on the other okay. side, man. It's crazy, it's crazy to go through all that, and you're <laughs> basically just sitting in one spot. That's what blows my fucking mind. It only takes like 15 minutes, right? 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah. This guy, that's right, this guy was talking about, he was one of the people that had been injected with uh, DMT for four, a 40-minute span, right? He, they did a drip on it like that. Yeah. yeah. He was like one of the six people in the world or something. Jeez, that's yeah. a little edgy. That's terrifying. Well, I mean, he's completely sane, I think, or maybe he was just still out there. But it's just so weird to hear these people talk about their, like their, uh, the hallucinations that they have. But, they, I mean... Are they awake? Are you awake during a DMT trip or your eyes are closed, right? Uh, fuck, I know for DMT. I've seen a guy do a DMT trip on a YouTube video, and I mean, he was awake. He didn't say much in the YouTube video, but he's right. obviously. You know what? We should have on my friend Gary, the guy whose wife made me this hat. They went to uh, Costa Rica. I'm somewhere to do. Uh, they went like three years in a row, and he I, had I, like a shaman, right? A guy that he went on these trips with, and he's like, "Man, it was fucking crazy." But his brother had just died, and he's like, "I was looking to like think another." You know, he's like, "I was so negative on shit," and he's a good guy. So, well, that's, that's my business partner. His girlfriend did that like three or four times. Went down there, did a whole ayahuasca thing with a shaman. It was how many snakes did she fight? <laughs> she bit them all. What if she came back and was like, and I was surrounded by nine snakes, and I had to cocker them all. Cocker? That's terrible. You are a sick person, Rufus, for even thinking that. That's your your business partner's wife. That's why I need ketamine therapy. Your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. You've got the Bud Light drip going. Yeah, that's good for me. Especially my heart. And your liver. And my and, liver. Yeah, and your stomach. It's good for your stomach. Stomach, throat. It's good for everything. <laughs> it is. It's a cure-all. <laughs> it is. It's an elixir. It just takes 15 years off your life so you won't have to suffer for the fucking 15 years that you've been drinking it every day. They would have been 50 years anyway. They would. They just accelerated the whole thing and kind of have slept through it. I mean, it's, like, it's called self-medicating. It's it really is. Oh, my God. It's really a thing. Yes, it is. New. So, did you wear your cool shades down there, folks? You got to tune in and see Rufus's new shades. He's really fucking got a look going on here. <laughs> like, I go to Miami and comes back like, uh, like fucking, uh, what's his name? Tony Montana got his fucking shirt on. He's at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> they're selling that thing. They're selling the Tony Montanas there, huh? I think this this, this shirt's from, like, Kohl's or Old Navy through the mail. (laughs) That's more like, uh, I guess, that's a little bit, you know what I would call that shirt? Who do you think I would say has influenced you to wear that shirt? Oh, Oh. jeez. I've always kind of liked Hawaiian shirts. I think the first guy that really caught my eye was like, wow, that's kind of a cool look. 
it was actually the guy in Alien who uh, he got killed, but he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt the whole time, and I was like, that's kind of cool. Or a Hawkeye from MASH. Hawkeye. Was it Hawkeye and, and BJ Honeycutt, right? Didn't they wear those shirts when they were drinking sham- or, uh, gin? Yeah. yeah. Gin? H.I. McDonough from Raising Arizona. Look good in a wine shirt. Oh, well, that sucks. I thought this was your look. I guess not. I didn't realize you had borrowed it from so many people. I'm not. I'm the, not the, I was going to say, though, actually, uh, Sammy Hagar. That's partly true, too. Diamond Dave, like whole, maybe? Diamond Dave a little bit? Diamond Dave. I mean, there is something just inherently showy about a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's a funny kind of shirt because you're not sure if you're dressed up or not, right? You're like, hey, it's a button down, so it's yeah, kind of it's dressed up. Correct, correct. One day at the One conference, day. I wore a Hawaiian shirt and a sport jacket, and I looked like I was. Yeah. I, I was all business on the outside, but lounging and having right. a corona on the Cocaina on the other, and the, when the coat comes off. Right. Yes, the cocaina. Lots of it down there, Cuban style. Is there? Dude, I'm actually surprised how much, I just recently realized, there's people, a lot of people are doing cocaine still. I mean, I went on that trip where guys were doing cocaine. Yeah. Right? Like true. people tell me so and so is doing cocaine here. I'm like, that's like three out of ten people that I know. Seems a little old fashioned, doesn't it? Uh, it's not very. I mean, I don't think there's anything. I I'm gonna say if you're over thirty and five and doing cocaine, there's something wrong. <laughs> you probably need a ketamine uh, drip. Yeah. <laughs> Trying too hard. You're dealing with you're right. You it's now it's just a problem, right? You're not you're, right. you're not uh you're not staying up late, you're not going out to raves and shit like that. You're just sitting around doing cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never done cocaine, so I can joke about it. I did it I once did it. and fucking hated it. I would to see you on cocaine. You know what? I a guy smoked a bowl, right, that had some okay. cocaine in it. And I smoked after him, and I was up all night, dude, and it was terrible, and I didn't know why. That's when we lived okay. at Roehampton. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck? And the next day, the guy's like, oh, I guess it was a friend of uh, Wardlow's, friend of Wardlow's. But uh, he's like, I guess I should have told you we were smoking cocaine out of that bong before <laughs> that. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the way so, I had it, it wasn't the traditional way. It wasn't like that night, though, so it wasn't all bad. Somebody had uh, offered me a cigarette. I mean, it was the guy I was hanging out with. It wasn't like some random guy. He was like, hey, you want a Primo cigarette? It's like a Primo. Oh, right. That. Yeah. And I smoked that, and I was like, nope, I'm, I'm good on that. Were you flying? I, just, I, I didn't feel anything other than I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Your heart was just pounding. And I was yeah. like 20, you know, 22. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> you heart problem then. Good, yeah. <laughs> in your 20s and you're about to have a heart attack. Wait a minute. Turns out you didn't until you smoked that Primo cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got, now you have a heart problem. I can sue that guy. You should find him. But he's probably dead, though. He probably had continued to smoke Primo cigarettes until he died. No. He's no. actually he's uh, married, married and child now, and they're all smoking Primo cigarettes. I'm sure they are. The Primos. Check them out. <laughs> Facebook. The Primo family. The Primo. I could tell you something right now, but I'm not going to. 
But I texted it to you if I remember. And it's about Primo. Just text me the word Primo right okay. now because I don't have my phone and I don't want to forget. What? I don't, have my, I don't have my phone. I can't. Well, I, I'll do it on my computer. Okay, hang on. Can you text me from your computer? I message. Yeah, that's the good thing about a Mac. That's weird. I, most of the texting you and I do, I'm on my Mac. Oh, gross. You have your pants on? No. <laughs> I'm not even wearing pants tonight. I'm not even texting with my fingers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're a creepy crawly. It's that shirt. I'm just whipping my... Whipping it? You need to pick it up to whip it? I just I've, have to use my waist. I've been naked from the waist down, but I've got a Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> I knew it. That's a true Sammy Hagar. That's what they call it. Oh, and the Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar. Hey, are you Sammy Hagaring tonight? You would need. A, I think you probably would need a, a bottle of tequila, though. You know what's funny is I guarantee you he, one hundred percent, he's a pot smoker. I would say, I would say that. But I bet you know he's got all that tequila brand suit. I bet he barely ever drinks. He's in he's, too he's, good of shape for a guy yeah, that would yeah. ever fucking drink. You I know what I mean? Does it? He does, does, but he's very much like uh, he has like one or two really good drinks and like takes time to make them and shit, and then that's it. I don't know how people do that. <laughs> I, I just I'll go. I'll go. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the difference between you and Sammy. He does not need a ketamine uh, drip. <laughs> not as far as alcohol goes. Probably as far as women. But who knows? Everybody's got their reason for ketamine drip. There's your fucking marketing angle for them. Right? Come in, we'll find your reason. Jotting it down. You can work with that. We'll you can work we'll work on that and mold it a little bit. Think ketamine's not for you? Think again, everybody. Ketamine's for everybody. Special little kids. <laughs> Ketamine. All the cool kids are doing it. Ketamine. me. <laughs> a little toy when you get a ketamine. It's a little bag. It's a little tiny bag. Like when you go to the dentist as a kid, you get to open the, the treasure box and get a little spider ring or something. Of course. Of course. Of course, the spiders are crawling all over you. Yeah, it's actually not there. You open the thing and every fucking fear you've ever had jumps out of your face. And then the, in the background, we have the psychiatrist wrestling the fucking kids' uh, fears. You know what I mean? Like helping them then stuff them back into the box like normal people do. Yeah, that's what I do. Major commercial. Actually, they retire them to a nice farm for bad memories, right, where they live happily ever after. They're released from your body. Look, dude, we just ruined your whole fucking marketing scheme for this fucking place. If they got any sense of humor, if they want to make any money and speak to real people. They don't. They don't. Doctors. Doctors. <laughs> they don't have money or they don't want to be interesting. They don't have, they don't have any humor. Are they going to be up standing up like this? Hi, I'm Dr. John Howard. And I yeah. would like to come in and enjoy a ketamine experience. You should fight your demons with ketamine. Yeah, we don't could. talk about it like they're selling a mattress. It's going to be all about addiction. I mean, is that the 100% thing that they're trying to – what's the story? I mean, so you get a, have a ketamine trip and you're addicted to cigarettes or booze, 
do they talk about past childhood traumas? Are they like, you tripping, fool? You don't need those fucking cigarettes anymore? Like, you know, like subliminal shit. I think. I I mean, I haven't done it. And it's mostly apparently beneficial for, like, addiction it works for, but most of the clinics do it for, like, PTSD and, like, like depression. No, yeah, depression, anxiety, serious fucking problems and shit. But apparently you get it, and okay. and it's like a mild thing. It's not like you're tripping like DMV. So here's your commercial. The guy sitting at a desk, right? He's uh-huh. thinking about all these fucking post-traumatic things, and little fucking spots in his brain are lighting up. You can see him like beep, beep, beep around his brain, right, with certain fucking things, okay? Like in certain different areas of his brain. Then he goes in for the ketamine injection, right, and they talk about that, and all that you can see these areas are lighting up. Right at first they're like different colors. Then they like glow green when they're fucking healed, right? And you see this guy, he's like, oh, this memory came out, woo, goes green. And then his whole head is green, and he's fucking healed, dude. And he starts sleeping through the night and stopping drinking Bud Light. That would work. That would work. There you go. We did it. You just wrote your first fucking award-winning SAG commercial or whatever it is. Do I have to pay you now? Uh, yes. That would be $1,000 for consulting you on that trip. $1,000 consulting you. You never could have come up with that. I'm, trust me. No, no I'm not I'm that not smart. smart. You're just not that far out there. No. That was um, a little bit of ketamine tonight. Just the inhalable ones. I like the suppository. <laughs> Did they, you know what? They have uh, THC suppositories, and they're called parachutes. Called parachuting to put something up your butt. Why I don't know. Uh, that was my uh, question. Like, why? Why would you take something you enjoyable? Have you ever heard of like parachuting that? thing at one of these conventions that you had? I mean, do they parachute ketamine? Never heard no. of parachuting in my entire life. I want you to look it up. You know what we should look up? Look up a ketamine trip. Let's see what people how they're I doing. Called parachuting. You know what? Let me do it. Here, I'm going to do it so we can share the screen. Yeah, you yeah. have to do it. You want me to know what? First, we're going to look like why is it called parachuting? Well, I was about to Google that, yeah. What is parachuting? I just want to see if something logical comes to the top or if it's what you're talking about. Yeah, is a term that is used in drug parachuting. Brushing up a pill, placing the crumbs into a tissue. All right, here we go. We heard of that one. This is a Vanderbilt University. Fucking ecstasy is one of them, okay. Wow. Uh, you're, I, we just want to know why it's called parachuting, right? Why is it called parachuting? Is it because you're it packing it like parachuting? Parachuting is a technical, a technique of drug delivery or medications or illicit drugs ingested by wrapping a drug of choice in a covering. I guess the, uh, which will then dissolve or unravel in the gastrointestinal tract. There you go. There you go. So like the parachute, in fact, the parachute dissolves or unravels, you know, as a sustained release effect. But if you poke it up your butt, is it getting into your intestinal tract? Yeah, it does. It's supposed to be like one of the fastest delivery systems there is. And for like people that can't hold food down or can't, their throats are jacked up, they, people do it. It's like a, it's pretty, I don't want to say popular. It's not like some people have, yes, parachuted drugs uh, recreationally, but I would say more often than not, it would be someone who would be doing a, 
Mm. I'm saying marijuana. I mean, it looks like there are plenty of people parachuting ecstasy and shit like that from the shit that came up in the search. Jesus Christ. I think I, I would definitely go get the ketamine treatment and get off of whatever the fuck I'm shoving up my ass. What if they said, well, you're going to have to put the ketamine up your ass? <laughs> like, well, you're a doctor. You know better than me. All right. Now, if the cops ever kick my door in, ketamine therapy is going to come up on my thing here. Hold on. I'm going to just do, can I do carrot, uh, carrot, ketamine therapy, YouTube. Maybe you'll see that your doctor's on there. All right. Live here is what we wanted to see. This is what I want to see. You want to see it? Yeah. The live therapy session. Let's see what you're in for. It's going to be boring. By the end of this, I'm going to be able to tell you if it's a real thing or not. (laughs) Okay. Looking at it right now, I'm saying not. This is incredible. You know I'm right. It's okay. I don't want you to stop selling it or working for them. Why is it doing that? Do you feel this connected? He'd definitely be tripping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened? Why did... Where did the rest of the screen go? Oh. oh. Uh, fucking YouTube. Get a virus? a virus? No, I hope not. Don't say that. Is that a symptom of a virus? I had a virus. I had a virus. I had a show. I had to prove it. Damn it. You've likely heard of the drug ketamine. Originally discovered in 1962, right. it's used in hospitals for surgeries and procedures of all kinds. In the 80s and 90s, it became a very popular party. Remember, drug, this is today. It is edutainment, depression, anxiety, PTSD, chronic pain, and more. Med Circle producer Bridget and myself went to Beverly Hills, California, to get our very first ketamine infusion. I couldn't do it. I don't it was think I could do it. eye-opening and insightful. Why not? Why not? I don't think you I could. I don't think I could let go in the documentary. If you mental health information. I don't want to cure myself. Where would my what happened if my genius was fucked up? You're curious about like what if your creativity goes because you're too happy? Right. Or just whatever. Your brain fucking changes. Mental health issues for patients who just have not responded to I mean you think about these people that come back from the DMT trip that are fucking super impressed and shit. And I underwent a thorough screening process with the doctor. We also consulted with our personal psychiatrist. Hey, Dr. Hunter. Hey, Kyle. I'm Kyle. This is Callie. Hey, Callie. Hey, I'm Dr. Sawyer. I'm Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Nice to meet you as well. like a drug dealer. It's not a long path. It is, yeah. Upbeat So they ask for all the you normal upbeat stuff, music. and then they go through the music. Here we go. Most doctors don't ask in the Mental health history. Um, Ooh, what do you put? And then they go through your general history as well. And then just now, you're going to take the Beck's depression inventory to see how depressed you really are. I know people who have had any depressed. This sounds fun. First of all, I can't spend this much time in the doctor's office filling out paperwork, so I'm out. Surely you can do that online. Let's see what my anxiety oh. score is. Oh. 
So I filled out the. What do you think it is? I'm going to say 81. 81. I don't know how they score them, but I'm saying 81. Score from one to more than 40. Oh, 32. 36. Oh, 36. Which puts me in the category, which, considering my history, does make sense. Let's hear your history. He's been repressing homosexuality for years. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like that. Then I wonder what it is. Moderate anxiety, oh. which is between 22 and 35. So I'm on the low end of moderate anxiety. And, and I'd say that's true. I, I, most of the time, I'm not very anxious. So that seems in line with how I actually feel and do my own mental health. My name is Dr. Michael Stoyer. I'm the founder and uh, owner of the Pacific Academy Institute, PKI, here in Jersey Hills. I'm an oh my God! Look at his brain. Uh, look at the brain on his coke. Do you see it? Uh, it's different uh, colors. It's different parts of the brain. Early nineties. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, but I thought you meant how big his head is. No, I didn't notice that. I was thinking about my commercial and how this guy is there already fucking working inside of my commercial. You make sure that you need to be in the business. See, that's out there in the ether, dude. I'm just tuned into that. Um, ketamine can't do that for you. Uh, that was precluded from having ketamine. Something with uncontrolled high blood pressure. What if somebody, I did the ketamine uh, and never had that again? Which is very unusual. Uh, <laughs> if I had the Tesla, uh, who has let's you say uh, um, somebody has uh, a problem with their liver, and let's say somebody has hepatitis or liver failure, um, uh, because ketamine is metabolized by I guess the liver. Yeah, ketamine's out for you, big dog. Like ketamine is very useful for depression and anxiety. PTSD. Um, it has been used for addiction disorder. It's been used very frequently for uh, for bipolar disorder. Um, it's now being thought uh, to be helpful for. It's not good at making eye contact. Not selling me. Um, not feeling comfortable with that. Uh, we've seen tremendous benefits uh, from people who've been very frustrated with the. I see him on the weekends, probably wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And moving <laughs> <to the depression. laughs> That's the guy I'm going through then. SSRIs, SNRIs. What are SSRIs? Drugs like Zoloft, Prozac, uh, et cetera, Lexapro. When you first start your initial ketamine infusion, what we'll do is we'll bring you back into one of our uh, very comfortable deluxe rooms uh, where there's a very comfortable reclining chair. Oh, yeah, that looks comfortable. A typical fucking midwife's chair. Look at it. It's a fucking shitty hospital chair. Fuck that. You know they start hooking me up the machine? No, I can't. I can't do it. Now I can't do it. Do they give him a second? I'm not afraid of needles or blood or anything like that. Oh man, you are tough. That's okay. Because during uh, ketamine infusions, patients 
senses tend to be very high. There is no way I can do this. I'm sorry. Uh, sound, no. noises. Um, She's like with me. She's like, what? If you uh, had not been ketamine. The same thing is true with um, She's gonna bite the snake. So we tend to really kind of mute the experience. So, so is it's, he. It's not overly
code hypertension. On the charts, I don't think that I don't think a scale measure. I got to take a leak before we get into the uh, VIP hour. Hang on. You're gonna miss the you're gonna miss the best part. I have a feeling. I've seen this video before. I told you that. Oh, you have? Why didn't you tell me that? You need to. Thirty minutes. Our treatment. I feel um, a little dizzy and actually a little nauseous. Yeah. Um, not bad or overwhelming, but I wouldn't want to go for a jog right now, or um, I wouldn't want to read a book. You know. <laughs> Fortunately, the nausea passed in about 30 to 45 minutes and the days following I felt noticeably better. I wrote down my thoughts and recapped the experience in an article that you can read using the links below. Bridget also shares her experience with ketamine infusion treatment, uh. whether we would do them again and how long we noticed the positive effects from the infusions. Again, you can read that and more using the links below. Would you ever try a ketamine infusion treatment? Leave your answers in the comments section below. And thanks again for watching. Huh. You don't need to pay a single penny for a useless doorbell camera subscription. Very interesting, folks. I don't know if you guys saw that. Make sure you check out our website, uh, hyperslots.me, so you can see that uh, if you want to watch that. Very interesting that we're talking about ketamine. Obviously, we're joking around. There's a serious part to this stuff, to helping people get, get well. We just like to joke around, make light of just about everything, but uh, try to give you a little entertainment at the same time and educate you. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen. We're waiting for Rufus to come back. Then we're going to play a legendary round of um, Jeopardy, I hope. Let's see if we can get uh, this thing working. Hopefully it's not a pain in the ass like it was last time, right, Rufus? So you saw that before. Did you ever watch the second video? No. What did she say? Do you remember? And if they would do it again. I didn't even know there was a second video. Okay, then. Hmm. I hope they're not counting for, on you at work for knowing that, I guess. All I have All to I know have. is Google. Is what? Google? Google. You don't have to like try to convince people that you know about their product or uh, their subject matter? Yeah, well, yeah, of course I do. That's why I go to these fucking things. Oh, I thought you'd go to be seen. Strut your stuff. Seen a yeah, lot of... Yeah. People from last year, were you rubbing a lot of elbows with a lot of uh, the same important peeps? There's, yeah, definitely similar faces popping up all over the place. Now, would you consider yourself like in the upper echelon of uh, going to these things? Or is there like people that you are, like those people are badass in this space? Um, well, it depends. In the world of marketing, then yeah, because there's like hardly any anybody doing it but in terms of like knowing shit then oh no there's people there that know way more than i do do you wear a hat i have to know a fedora 
<laughs> no, do you really wear a hat? I'm, I'm asking. No, I don't wear a hat. Oh, I just wondered. I mean, uh, you know, the hat is kind of your look. That sounds like, did you wear a hat and a drug rug? They immediately would think that you were the fucking guy in the know. They'd be like, hey, that's the mushroom expert right there, the guy in the drug rug. That's what's that's crazy about these things. You, you go, and there's people who are, like, dressed in, like, $1,000 fucking suits, you know, because they're in the industry or they're doctors or lawyers or whatever. And then they're chatting with a guy who's like got a mushroom hat on and a, a fucking long ass goatee with a braid. The guy that actually knows about the guy that actually knows about the shit. Right. But That's then also the there, we're going to synthesize this and put you guys out of business. Also who's there though, which is really interesting is a lot of like legit, legit. indigenous people from like, you know, South of the border and selling Selling their experiences, like come down to fucking Costa Rica and trip out with us, or what? No, most no. of them are on panels about like give us a fucking recognition. We we knew this shit like oh, thousands okay. of years ago. Yeah, start we are the experts on this. You don't consider yourself the experts, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. All right, folks, we're taking into VIP. Stick with us. Uh, you can only hear this online. So if you're on the radio, Chow Maine, we'll check you. Rufus will wreck you. Just to, to, to preface the VIP here a little bit and the VIP music, I watched that Ken Burns on jazz. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not. I only made it through the first four episodes, so I still have like probably four or five to watch. But man, it is very cool. If you can check it, I forgot how cool that fucking Ken Burns shit is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what really, really got to me when I was watching it? It's like the story of these people, man, right? These jazz people. Their stories are fucking crazy stories, like incredible rags to riches stories and all self-taught, right? And all this, I mean, you know, learning from guys that learn from other guys and staying up all night and jamming on fucking shit until six o'clock in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Not even, But not even be able to like hang out with white players. If you wanted to play with a white player, you would have to go after hours to uh, somebody's house and jam okay, with okay. them, right? They could be seen in public together. But... uh just to, it really kind of blows my mind. I mean, everybody's got story, Rufus. That's what I was kind of getting at there. You know, some are tragic. I'm not gonna lie. Some of the people that uh, that uh, could have gone on to have bigger fame just burned out, right? Just got addicted to shit and fucking drank too much and ended up in jail. Fucking crazy stories. Yeah. But I just want to give a shout out to Ken Burns. That was free charge PBS. I did have to sign up for PBS Passport to watch that. But you know what? They're trying to defund fucking PBS. I get a lot of shit on PBS. I'm sorry. Everybody's like, it's slanted. It's, it's leftist. It's not. They don't have advertisers, right? So, unfortunately, the real truth is not fucking conservative, right-leaning truth. It, you know, it doesn't have to be slanted to be the truth, right? They're just so used to their news. My buddy was yelling at me. He's like, where's the, where's the right-leaning one? I'm like, there is right-leaning is exactly that, dude. It's propaganda. Right, right. You know? Trying to explain to him. But he just expects everything to have a slant, right? Because they're like, this is how they're saying it. And this is how we're saying it. There can't be, like, just the truth. 
they don't believe that there's just a truth. Right. right. Especially if you're talking about shit on PBS. That's like, that's like as it's objective it's as you can get, basically. Right. That's what I'm saying. They don't even have any advertisers. It's, a, it's all like science. Or right. Or just like honest, like, here's – Right. They're not white. That's what people don't like. Where they did a thing on slavery, God forbid. I mean, you know. But it's part of history. These people really do want to rewrite history. And I'm not going to get all political now because we'll save that for another show. But it's crazy, really, what they want to do. It really is. I mean, they no longer want America. They want fucking Russia. All right. So, Alexa, play Jeopardy. Thank you for agreeing with me, Rufus. You can continue to be on the show. Smart man. Smart man. Which my wife has Now's your chance to become a premium player so you can compete in a new Jeopardy tournament happening right now. Ooh, it's a weekend for mythological is. gods and stories with an event called According to Myth. Would you like to become a Jeopardy subscriber? No, thank you. You can play Team Sounds Jeopardy or hard. catch up on the clues from this week. Teen. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Teen. Are you ready to play Teen Jeopardy? Yes. This week's Teen Jeopardy players. Welcome back to our returning champion. Hell yeah! You're on a one-game win streak. What? We won like five in a row. Your total streak are $3,601. I'm now searching for opponents. You've been matched against Ben and Emily. Let's get started. Jeopardy shares are worth $200 each. Our first Jeopardy category is NHL, NBA, NFL, or all three. The response is either NHL, NBA, NFL, or all three. Has no teams based outside the continental U.S. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. What Jeopardy is- clues are worth $200 each. Our what? first category is NHL, NBA, NFL. NFL, or all three. The response is either NHL, NBA, NFL, or all three. Has no teams based outside the continental U.S. What is NFL? You're right. Hmm. Your next category is book learning. The novel, Little Women, appeared in 1868, a mere 127 years later, for a long fatal love chase arrived. Who is Emily Dickinson? Uh, no, that's incorrect. I didn't The correct know. response was who is Louisa May Alcott. Uh, the next Jeopardy category is nutrition. Be sure to eat your leafy green vegetables. They're full of this special vitamin that makes the blood clot. Repeat. Again, the category is nutrition. Be sure to eat your leafy green vegetables. They're full of this special vitamin that makes the blood clot. What is iron? No. The correct response okay, is what okay. is vitamin K? I was going to say K. God damn it. Ben is in third place with $0. The fourth Jeopardy category is word origin. His highest natural singing voice for women is from the Italian for what is above. What is falsetto? That's not it. Soprano. soprano. Correct response was what is soprano. You get it. Your next Jeopardy it. category I'm is I'm answering too fast. St. Vladimir's is the name of the title boarding school of this 2014 film based on a book series. 
Repeat. Again, the category is movie. Twilight? St. Vladimir is the name of the title boarding school of this 2014 film based on a book series. Again, the category is The Hunger Games or Twilight would be my guess. St. Vladimir is the name of the title boarding school of this 2014 film based on a book series. What is Twilight? Oh, no. The correct response was what is Vampire Academy? What? Your next Jeopardy category is state capital. Never heard of that. When Kansas became a state in 1861, this city became capital. Repeat. Again, the category is state capital. When Kansas became a state in 1861, this city became capital. Repeat. Again, the category is state capital. Kansas City is not even in when Kansas. When Kansas is became a state in 1861, this city became capital. What is Kansas City? No, Jeez. that's incorrect. <laughs> the correct response was what is Topeka? It's too easy. Six clues in, and Emily is in the lead with $600. She's not doing well Emily either. We are tied for second place with $200. No one's doing All very right, good. Let's move on now to the second round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our seventh Jeopardy category is annual events. This Sunday before Easter celebrates Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem. What is Palm Sunday? Yes, that's it. Don't fuck with me with that religious shit. This brand introduced its extra fine point marker in 1979 and went ultra fine in 1989. What is Sharpie? Category is she's so cool. She started off as one of the mean girls before donning her little red riding hood. Who is Lindsay Lohan? Sorry. The correct response was who is Amanda Seyfried. Did you know that? And Emily is winning with 1,400. You are in second place with 1,000, and you with 600. You need one more the to tie her. category is the real world. Edwin Hubble confirmed this German view that the universe is expanding, not static. Who is Kepler? No. The correct response was who is Albert Einstein. Oh, oh. you know that? Religious matters. Okay. The good news version of this good book debuted in 1976. Repeat. Again, the category is religious matters. The good news version of this good book debuted in 1976. What is the Bible? Yes, that's it. I want to start the good news TV channel. Where it's just positive. It's just, you know what it plays? Uh... America's Greatest Home Videos, Jeopardy. and then it's your final Jeopardy category is The scores are Emily with 2,200, oh. followed by you with 1,400, and Ben with 1,000. What does she you have? You can wager up to your current score oh. of 1,400. How much would you like to wager? 601. You wagered 601 dollars. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Today's 12th Jeopardy category is balls. In racquetball, the ball must strike the front wall before hitting it. What is the floor? You're right. The correct response was, what is the floor? Way to go. Let's see the final score. It's you on top with $2,001. Boom, we did it. Who finishes second with $2,001? 
and Ben with $1,200 for first place. You won. You're a Jeopardy champion. Fucking air. Total winnings are $5,602. Defend your streak by playing the game another day. Today's clues must have been tough. Your score might seem low, but you did better than the average score. Whoa! Catch up on the Hello. Hey, AI is getting out of hand. I'm now searching for opponents. Today's challengers are Peter and Ed. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first Jeopardy category is Curls Gone Wild. Her obituary in Variety said, This dimpled, blonde, curly-headed star was the nation's top box office attraction from 1935 to 1938. Who is, Who is Shirley Temple? Good job. She Your is. next category is Springsteen Lyrics. Ooh. Springsteen sings in this song, you can't start a fire, you can't start a fire without a spark. This comes for hire, even if we're just. What is, what is dancing it? in the dark? Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. The next Jeopardy category is pithy quotes. The quote, there's a sucker born every minute, was attributed to the showman by one of his competitors in 1888. Who is P.T. Barnum? Yes, that's it. Easier than <laughs> and you are in the lead with $600. Peter and Ed are tied for second place with $400. The fourth category is bones. The typical human body has this many ribs. What is 24? The fifth category is sounds like a language. A mischievous person can be described with this word that literally means like a small devil or sprite. What is imp? What is devious? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is impish. Oh, impish. You were Jeopardy close. Category Take, it. Take it. I'm taking it. If today is Friday, it's the day after the day before yesterday. Repeat. Again, the category is more tricky questions. If today is Friday, it's the day after the day before yesterday. What is Thursday? What is Thursday? That's correct. Nice. Six clues in, and you are in the lead with $1,000. Peter and Ed are tied for second place with $600. It's time for the Double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our seventh category is Name the Shame. Guinness identifies the sole man as the most sampled singer in music. Repeat. Again, the category is Name the Shame. Guinness identifies the soul man as the soul most man. Yes, I didn't even hear that before. Who is James Brown? Yes, I didn't even hear that correct. clue. I thought it said old man. Category is Broadway musical setting. The libretto of this musical, set in the 19th century, identifies its setting as London, Fleet Street, and environs. What is Les Misérables? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Sweeney Todd? Our ninth Jeopardy category is Life of anyway. Pi. In 1988, Larry Shaw of the San Francisco Exploratorium organized the first Pi Day, a celebration observed on this date. What is, what is March 16? Correct. March 16th. Nine crews in, and you are to one I know I get that, but I would think it was $1,400. The 10th category is palindromic years. Uh The response is a year that reads the same forward and backward. James Cook's voyage on the Endeavor ended in this year. 
2002? No, that's 2012. incorrect. The correct response was what is 1771? Oh. Your 11th category, musical instrument. I was thinking someone in our space. Licorice Stick was released by Pete Fountain a noted jazz man on this instrument. What is clarinet? Good job. I'm going to have to tell my daughter, I'm going to have to call her clarinet a licorice stick when I go upstairs to see what she says. She loves jazz. She has a jazz instinct. Your final Jeopardy category is heteronyme. The response is a word that can be pronounced two different ways, both with the same spelling. You're currently winning with 2,200. Peter is in second with 1,800, and Ed is in third with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? What is... Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? $3. You wagered $3, is that right? Yes. Your 12th category is heteronyme. The response is a word that can be pronounced two different ways, both with the same spelling. A video game system, or to make someone feel better. What is console? Excellent. The correct response was what is console? Way to go. Time to see how you did. It's you on top with $2,203. Peter finishes second with Continue Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. I don't know. 
But it's one of those classic fucking novels that we never read. Thank you, sir. Welcome May back, I have player. another? You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. I'm now searching for opponents. You'll be playing against Abby and Tyler today. Good luck, players. Our third category is What the Dickens. It begins, my father's family mm-hmm. named being mm-hmm. and my Christian name, my infant tongue could make nothing longer or more explicit than tip. What is Great Expectations? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two clues in, and Abby is in the lead with $600. You and Tyler are tied for second place with $400. Our next category is Jailhouse Rock. ASAP Rocky spent two weeks in the notorious jail complex on this New York City island when he was 16. Plans are in place to close it by 2027. What is Rikers Island? Excellent. What's that law Today's order? fifth category is Dad, Scummit. Gummo, a member of this classic comedy group, got his nickname because he often wore gumshoes. Dad Samuel could have bought him a new pair. Repeat. Again, the category is Dad, Gummit. Gummo, a member of this classic comedy group, got his nickname because he often wore gumshoes. Dad Samuel could have bought him a new pair. What is the Marx Brothers? Oh my God! I was thinking that too. Second letter C. It's a division in religious unity, like a ninth century great one. What is schism? Yes, that's it. Damn, damn. And you and Abby are tied with $1,000. Tyler is in third place with $400. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your category is sculpture. The Venus de Milo was sculpted from this material. What is marble? You're right. Our eighth Jeopardy category is Robin Williams movie quotes. Mm. In this film, Robin is heard saying, rule number three, I can't bring people back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it. What is Patch Adams? That's (sighs) not it. The that correct response is what is Aladdin. Oh. Our next category is the name of the law. I wasn't law. thinking about it in that one. The 1939 California child actor Bill is popularly named for the star who, once he reached adulthood, found that the cash he earned was depleted. Repeat. Again, the category is the name of the law. The 1939 California child actor Bill is popularly named for the star who, once he reached adulthood, found that the cash he earned who was Mickey Rooney? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Jackie Coogan? Nine clues in, and you and Abby are tied with $1,400. Tyler is in third place with $1,200. Our tenth category is that's misleading. This compound word sounds like it should be a short hair stride. What is catwalk? Excellent. Damn. Is bridge on the river. The Ponte Vecchio is over this Florentine river. Repeat. Again, the category is bridge on the river. The Ponte Vecchio is over this Florentine river. Repeat. Again, the category is bridge on the river. The Ponte Vecchio is over this Florentine river. What is the repeat? 
No. The correct response was, what is the Arno? Arno. I was there, and I can't remember that. I knew where the Pod de Vecchio was. Bought a pair of earrings there for my wife. She's never worn them. It's time for Final Jeopardy. <clears throat> the Final Jeopardy category is Kauai. The scores are Tyler with 2,000, followed by you with 1,800, and Abby well, with 1,800. jump ahead? You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? One thousand. How much would you like to wager? One thousand. You wagered one thousand dollars. You gotta get is it right, right, dude. Yes. Today's twelfth Jeopardy category is Kauai. Lihue, the only airport servicing commercial airlines on Kauai, offers flights to three Hawaiian cities: Kona, Kahului, and this most populous city. What is Honolulu? Excellent. Yes. The correct response was what is Honolulu? Way to go. Let's check out the standings. The final scores are you in the lead with two thousand two hundred, followed by Tyler in second with two thousand two hundred dollars, and Abby in third with one thousand six hundred dollars. You win. Great job. You scored in the top ten percent of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players. Oh, yes, we are. Do you want to catch Fuck up yes, on the clues list? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. Today's challengers are Mike and Jeff. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first Jeopardy category is postcards from the edge. Just got off the world's tallest roller coaster, Kandaka, at this park's great adventure in New Jersey. I'll finish writing after I lie down for a minute. Again, the category is postcards from the edge. Just got off the world's tallest roller coaster, King Ka, at this park's great adventure in New Jersey. I'll finish writing after I lie down for a minute. What is Coney Island? Sorry. The correct response was what is Six Flags? Yeah. Our second great category America, I didn't know you still had those. There are 12 of these black shapes. On a standard soccer ball. What are hexagons? Yes, yes, that's correct. Your third Jeopardy category is gods of gods. In this indigenous religion of Japan, the brother and sister deities, Izanagi and Izanami, are said to have created the first landmass. Repeat. Again, the category is gods of gods. In this indigenous religion of Japan, the brother and sister deities, Izanagi and Izanami, are said to have created the first landmass. In this indigenous religion of Japan, the brother and sister deities, Izanagi and Izanami, are said to have created the first landmass. What is Tao? Nope. The correct response was, what is Shinto? Shinto. Three clues in, and Mike and Jess are tied with $600. Uh, you are in third place with $200 uh, on this category. Let's take a bath. Procter & Gamble whips air into this nearly pure soap to make it float in the tub. What is ivory? You're right. That's what I use. Just Our so category you know. For all the fans out there, the, uh, double Z uses ivory. Fan of the Shake It Off Superstar is super duper nifty. I saw the Eris movie 17 times. Because I'm a major. What is Swifty? Good job. 
The next category is incognito. Use the letters in, cognito, to make this word. That can be a black bird of the rail family or a foolish old man. Again, the category is incognito. Use the letters in, cognito, to make this word. That can be a black bird of the rail family or a foolish old man. Use the letters in, cognito, to make this word. That can be a black bird of the rail family or a foolish old man. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. I think she's okay. making words Here's up. Jeopardy. No regards. Welcome back to Jeopardy, players. This you one I never took upstairs to even use because it was too hot. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. Now, let's find that your last opponent. One was... Today's challenges are Mike and Jeff. Remember, I'm going to do. Right use the letters in, cognito, to make this word. That can be a black bird of the rail family or a foolish old man. What is a ginto? Sorry. The correct response was what is coot? What? And Mike and Jess are tied with $800. You are in third place with $600. All right, let's move on now to the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. (laughs) Our seventh category is scientists and parents. If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, don't play with dry ice. It's the solid form of this compound. What is nitrogen? What is carbon dioxide? The correct response, what is carbon dioxide? (laughs) I thought for sure you would know that. F-minus. Carbon dioxide. What is Perry? Yes, that's it. (laughs) Your ninth category is Canadian artiste. Jean Colsard composed Canada Mosaic, commissioned by the Symphony Orchestra of this largest city in British Columbia. What is Vancouver? Correct. Damn. After the clues, Jess is in the lead with 2,000. You're in second with 1,400 and Mike is third with 1,200. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is Bride's Head Revisited. This ornamental headpiece that Eden Lux offers in a Princess of Wales model has been called the Great Divider of Brides. What is a tiara? Yes, that's correct. Your 11th Jeopardy category is Saints Go Marching In. There's no doubt about it. This apostle, associated with buildings, is the patron saint of architects. Repeat. Again, the category is Saints Go Marching In. There's no doubt about it. Hmm. This apostle, associated with buildings, is the patron saint of architects. Who is Thomas? You're right. Oh, my God. Shut up. What? What? I knew that because I went to St. Thomas for... uh, Your final Jeopardy category is what's the plan? The response begins with the letters T-L-A-N. The scores are you with 2,200, followed by Jeff with 2,000, and Mike with 1,200. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? 203. 
You wager $203. Is that right? Yes. Our 12th Jeopardy category is What's the Plan? The response begins with the letters P-L-A-N. Scientifically, it's an organism carried by tides and currents. Cartoonishly, it's the name of the proprietor of the chum bucket. What is plankton? Well, I hope we've been enough. I was being really safe. Yes. She might have went for it. The correct response was what is plankton? Nice job. Let's check out the standings with you on top of $2,403. Jeff finishes with $2,200. Yeah, she tried $1,000 for third place. Congrats. You're the winner. We've not lost one yet. percent of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy We even won Team Jeopardy, didn't we? Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. I'm now searching for opponents. You'll be playing against Gary and Dave today. Good luck, players. Gary and Dave, they're a gay couple. Each. The first category is ancient times. The 15th of this month, in 44 BC, was a really bad day for Julius Caesar. What is March? Excellent. Your next Jeopardy category is Cam, Palm Door winners. 2011, the blank of life. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The second category is can, palm door winners. 2011, the blank of life. Meaning? 2011, the blank of life. What is meaning? No, that's incorrect. Beautiful? The correct response was what is tree. Our third Jeopardy category is insects. I'm familiar with that. I think it was a movie. In the 21st century, the Waldorf Astoria has been hit with at least three losses, alleging bites from these insects, ruined guest hotel stays. What are bed bugs? Yes, that's correct. Three clues in, and you and Gary are tied with $400. Dave is in third place with $200. Your category is also a beverage. A solid coal residue, also used as a fuel. What is briquette? No. The correct response was what is coke. Coke. The next category is a world of craft. No war. Ikebana is the Japanese art of arranging these by hand. What are flowers? Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Your sixth Jeopardy category is talk creamy to me. This word, describing something so clean as gleaming, also describes the variety of water made by LaCroix. Repeat. Again, the category is talk creamy to me. This word, <laughs> describing so something so clean as gleaming, also describes the variety of water made by LaCroix. What is sparkling? Excellent. God, I was way overthinking that. And you and Gary are tied with $800. Dave is in third place with $600. All right, let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our next Jeopardy category is 90s music. Four bands claimed, I don't care who you are, where you're from, what you did, as long as you love me. Who is in sync? That's not it. Backstreet. The correct response was who are the backstreet Damn it. The next Jeopardy category is Quick City. Capital City, that's home to the National Museum of Sudan. 
Repeat. Again, the category is quick city. Capital city, that's home to the National Museum of Sudan. What is Nairobi? Sorry. The correct response was what is Khartoum? Our category is baby books. This author said he felt guilty that his book, Rosemary's Baby, led to works like The Exorcist and The Omen. Repeat. Again, this has to be in your wheelhouse. This author said he felt guilty that his book, Rosemary's Baby, led to works like The Exorcist and The Omen. Who is Peter Benchley? Stephen King? The correct response was who is Ira Levin. Oh, Ira Levin. How do you not know that? Gary is in the lead with 1,600. Dave is in second with 1,000, and you are third with 800. Our category is Carl Sagan. Sagan wrote this sci-fi novel about communication between humans and extraterrestrials. Jodie Foster starred in its film adaptation. What is communion? That's not it. The correct response was what is contact. Contact. The next jeopardy category is billions and billions. This app, owned by ByteDance, announced in September 2021, it had surpassed 1 billion active users. Repeat. Again, the category is billions and billions. This app, owned by ByteDance, announced in September 2021, it had surpassed 1 billion active users. What is TikTok? You're right. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is of stars. The response includes the word star. Dave is currently winning with 1,800. Gary is in second with 1,600, and you are in third with 1,200. You can wager up to your current score of 1,200. How much would you like to wager? Repeat. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 1,400. Sorry, please wager an amount up to $1,200. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 1,200. You wagered $1,200, is that right? No. Dave is currently winning with 1,800. Gary is in second with 1,600, and you are in third with 1,200. You can wager up to your current score of 1,200. How much would you like to wager? 601. Again, you wagered $601. Is that right? Yes. Your 12th Jeopardy category is of stars. The response includes the word star. One report says that lack of financing accounted for 47% of the failures of these young businesses in 2022. What are startups? Yes, that's correct. The correct response was, what are startups? Nice job. Let's check out the standings. Dave came in first with $2,000. You got second with $1,801. And Gary got third with $1,400. I didn't think he had done anything because well, he was in the lead. You did well, but I bet you can win tomorrow. Damn it! You scored in the top 10% of players today. Should have went with the $1,200. you are doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players this week. Sorry, Rufus, I let you down. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes find your opponent. Today's challengers are Joe and George. 
Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. The first category is the Ottoman Empire. After developing the first motor car, this German founded the largest auto plant of its time. The Mercedes Association began decades later. Who is Benz? Sorry. The correct response was who is Carl Benz. Your next Jeopardy category is songs and musicals. Angel of Music and Prima Donna are songs in this musical. What is West Side Story? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is the Phantom of the Opera? The next category is old meaning for medical conditions. This inflammation of the membranes covering the brain and spinal cord was once called brain fever. What is meningitis? Yes, that's it. Three clues in, and Joe is in the lead with $400. All right, we're only one. George are tied for second place with $200, your fourth Jeopardy Oh, we got one, though. We got this. Artwork. So we're in a Botticelli painting, this goddess of love stands on a scallop shell after being born of sea foam. Who is Aphrodite? <laughs> nope. The correct response is who is Venus. Did you say Today's fifth you category did. is dogs and cats living together. Damn it. This most popular breed of cat has dog-like traits, such as intense affection and easy excitability, earning it the nickname puppy cat. Repeat. Again, the category is dogs and cats living together. This most popular breed of cat has dog-like traits, such as intense affection and easy excitability, earning it the nickname puppy cat. What is a tabby cat? That's not it. Short-haired domestic? The correct response was, what is the ragdoll? Oh, my Your gosh. category is letter and word. The best members of a particular group were the craft commander unit that included B.A. Baracus and <laughs> Hannibal Smith. Was the A-team? You're right. Six clues in, and Joe and George are tied with $800. Uh-oh. You are in third place with $400. It's time for the double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Well, we got one. The seventh Jeopardy category is the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire was started by tribes in this peninsula that today makes up the Asian part of Turkey. What is Macedonia? Nope. The correct response was what is Anatolia? The next Jeopardy category combines it anyway. He says in a 1954 film, I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Who is Jake LaMotta? Sorry. Who is Marlon Brando? The Georgia O'Keeffe Museum is in this state capital. What is Savannah? That's not it. We're going out. We're going the out hard. The was, what is Santa Fe? Santa Fe. Nine clues in, and Joe and George are tied with $1,600. Damn. We get you are in third place. $400 are 10th category yeah. of state cheese. This cheese named for a Wisconsin city resembles cheddar, but has a softer texture and is less tangy. Repeat. Again, the category is state cheese. This cheese named for a Wisconsin city resembles cheddar, but has a softer texture and is less tangy. What is Milwaukee cheese? 
Nope. The correct response was what is Colby. Oh, I didn't see I was going to say Colby, but I didn't think that was a place. Ganglia are not tissues that connect bodies of these nerve cells. Repeat. Again, the category is life science. Ganglia are nerve tissues that connect bodies of these nerve cells. We're neurons. Good job. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is from the Italian. The scores are George with 2,400, uh, followed by Joe with 2,000, and you with 800. You can wager up to your current score of 800. How much would you like to wager? 798. You wagered $798. Is that right? Yes. They have to go against each other. We this word for a shoe with a high, thin heel comes from the Italian meaning, little dagger. What is stiletto? You're right. The correct response was what is stiletto? You got it. Let's see the final scores. There's a tie. Joe and George share the lead with $2,200. Followed by you with $1,598. Not bad. You'll be a Jeopardy champion in no time. Today's crew is muscle and tough. low, but you did better than the average score for today. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy players. Do you want to replay the daily clues? Alexa. Alexa. How many clues did we have we answered overall? Do you want to replay the daily clues? No. What's next? Let's find another trivia game for Alexa, you. Alexa, let's see. Alexa, pause. We got worse as it went on. Look at the scores. Yeah. Yeah. God dang yeah, okay. it. That's good. 10, like, 8, 8, 6, 5. Where I take our footsteps, and then it's where I'm carrying you. <laughs> like that, that Jesus tale. You know what I'm talking about? That mine's like, you see those three things? There's two sets of footprints. Then there's one. And then there's a, looks like someone was dragging a stick. No, yeah, that was yeah, my one wiener. One thing in the middle, dragging along. I was carrying you and dragging my wiener. That's how they should teach it. That's how they're rewriting it. All right, Rufus, well, always a pleasure uh, spending a Saturday night with you on the Hyperspot Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. I'm always going to say it like that, just so you know. Okay. And you know what? I like your idea about meeting somewhere and maybe recording over the winter. Okay. okay. That would be pretty cool, actually. I was kind of surprised at the pricing on that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. You can stay at Corey's house. Sure, why sure, not? Why not? He said we could. I already asked him. Then he'd probably want to sit in, though, because he's all coked up. So maybe that, that's not a good idea. Okay. okay. All right, folks. Until next time, this is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow! This is Rufus with a hearty happy five happy hour. Uh, Ender. All right, folks. We'll check you next time. Next Saturday, Rufus, for a special Thanksgiving wrap-up show. I have a lot to give thanks for. So, yes. Yeah. You do. You know me. That's thanks enough. Adios, folks.
you're listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.